Hi, Brandy. Hey. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing well. I'm so glad that you um, went with me on this spontaneous journey of recording a podcast episode. (laughs) (laughs) I think life is boring without spontaneity. Yeah, it's so fun. It's like, we don't know what's going to happen. We don't have anything planned. But I feel like every time I have a conversation with you, it's so rich. And I'm like taking notes just for my own sake. So I'm like, if I want to talk with anyone right now, I want to talk with Brandy. And I want to see like the magic that comes about through this conversation. Oh my gosh, thank you. (laughs) Maybe it's my overthinking Uh, finally did something good for someone else. (laughs) (laughs) Not just overthinking. I think you just share your heart with every conversation you Aww, have. Thank so you. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what um what happens in this conversation and and where where it goes. <laughs> um so I was thinking about this. I know we talked about this recently, but so many music therapists um they have a problem with balance, myself included. Like how do we balance all the things in life. Like I'm thinking, is balance even real? Hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> does balance even exist? That's a really good question. Do you feel like you've ever felt balance in your life? I've had moments of balance. If yeah, it's like I'm visualizing that cartoonish you know rock with the point on it and then there's that it's like a seesaw (laughs) yeah and um so I think sometimes I'm too much on this side sometimes too much on that side um and every once in a while it'll balance perfectly align enough for me to reset and then get back Mm. on the seesaw if that makes sense yeah yeah huh so it's almost like those moments of reset are balance. Yeah, yeah, because if I strive for a full balance, <clears throat> I feel like I'm setting myself up for failure, for too high of an expectation. Mm. So if I just strive for those moments of balance when I need it to recharge to then get back yeah. on, then yeah. that's been much more achievable for me. Ooh, I love that. I love that so much because it, there's there's so much less pressure mm-hmm. to like find this perfect life of all the things you love and you're also making money and you're also getting enough rest and eating right and doing all the things. But if we can find pockets of those times, those moments, maybe that's enough. Yeah. You know, that's what I think. And, and even if you're trying to balance, say you're trying to balance five aspects of your life all the time, maybe it's a win if you balance two at a time for a mm. period and then you switch it around and that one gets a little heavy, but the others are balanced. I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of a, a unique, a unique situation because our, our bodies are always trying to get back to homeostasis. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, our bodies are always trying to work, work that direction anyway. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's like, take the pressure off to make your life completely 
even and balanced and feeling good and just focus on a couple things that you probably need to feel like that are probably priority in whatever moment you're in. Oh, right. Like I know, I know for me, um, like one thing that I've focused on recently is just getting enough sleep. Mm. And like, if I get enough sleep, that's enough balance for me in my day. That makes me feel like I can do other things. <laughs> That's a win. That is a win. That is such a win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about this in relation to music therapy work, mm-hmm. too, because I know um, most of the people listening to this podcast um, are music therapists and are are trying to find some sort of good feeling with their work and their life and those two things coming together. And I know we've chatted before about, um, how like we both don't like having a really, um, big caseload Mm -hmm. and we feel really good with a smaller caseload. And that's like, that feels like balance to us. Yes. Um, so, yeah, what what would that look like for you, like, um, when it comes to client work? Wow, yeah, I have to think about that because I'm in this transition period. Mm. Um, so you're probably already thinking about these yes. things. <laughs> <laughs> I know that when I let go of the large portion of my caseload, I felt like 10 years had been added to my life. It was that powerful. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so like, give me a number then. What did you start with and then what did you go to, if, if that is even possible? Um, and it, it was about eight to ten groups a week and also the driving. Wow. And the driving, yeah. And I was doing other things too. Um, but that, that, was, that was just that was too much for me. Mm-hmm. That was too mm-hmm. much, and I'm fortunate enough to, with my um, my husband's work that I can let that go. Mm-hmm. Um, so you yeah. let it all go, like all together. Yes, yes, I did all, but all but two, all but two. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you said you felt like. You got 10 more years back on your life. Yeah, I did. I did. And I think a lot of wow. it is because though my situ- all of our situations are unique to, to us, um, but I feel like among us music therapists, a lot, of, a lot of us don't have the luxury of thinking about what population we want to work with really what yeah. what do we want to accomplish um career wise we we usually take the first jobs that come along mm. and so yeah. after this and, and especially in in my situation we've had to move a lot and and though now um my husband's job helps immensely there was a period mm-hmm. when i was the only breadwinner and i did have to take whatever mm. um and had to work uncomfortable hours. Um, but yeah. I think, yeah, when, when I was able to let that go, 
then all of a sudden I had this time and this energy and this space to think about my own relationship with music mm. and how I want to serve others. And if I wanted to keep serving other people, mm. I mean, I had to go through the whole, whole thing again. Um, it's like you finally had this space Yes, yeah. to like, just think about it. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to interject one thing that came to mind when you said breadwinner. <laughs> My husband is always like, so we've, we've, um, he's mostly been the breadwinner. Um, but I so want to get to the point where I'm making enough money, um, where he can pursue more of his creative passions. Yes. So he's always like, well, you're the bread loser, but I really want to become the bread loser. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. That would be Jeff's dream too. Like he wants, uh, and that's, that's honestly yeah. my motivation for moving mm. forward with how I'm moving now. Um, I mean, besides yeah. doing what I actually really, really, truly feel called to do and want to do. But the, mm-hmm. the big, big push is I want Jeff to have that opportunity. I want him to leave yeah. that high, high stress job and to be able to, yeah, see what his passions are. Be the are. loser. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Wouldn't that be amazing if we were able, uh, when, when we are able to yes. do that? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm excited for that day. Um, so, so, so you got to this place where you were able to let go of a lot of groups mm-hmm. at once. And you could finally think and feel like what feels right. Yes. Yeah. And that, and that's also in seeking that type of balance that we are all seeking. I mean, we're, we're all seeking homeostasis. We're all, we're all wanting those balances. Um, I also had the opportunity to be aware and aware of how worn down my body was, um, Mm -hmm. my heart, um, everything. It's just completely worn down. In fact, I can't go back to some types of clinical work because now I I have chronic pain. Once you stop pushing through the chronic pain, you realize, oh, uh uh-oh. Wow. So So we just push ourselves so hard. And I see that in so many of our colleagues, so Mm. many, because we have to, well, we have to work. We have to Mm-hmm. We have to live. We have to buy food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. So that's why I think taking those those moments of balance, because say say you are say you are working full time, even if you're thriving, if you love thirty clients in a week, like or forty or yeah. fifty, like if that, even if that's where you get your energy and you you love all of that, um, just imagine that person trying to find the elusive balance. Like, what is that anyway? I mean, mm-hmm. so that's why I think it's so important to talk about the little wins and the moments of clarity and the moments of balance. Mm. Um, because for people who are super busy and high stressed, um, that's achievable. That is achievable mm-hmm. if you talk about it in like micro terms. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. That's cool. I know that for me, I need a good variety, but not like too much of a mm-hmm. of a variety. Um, because I know it, it 
has felt overwhelming for me in the past to have groups and individuals of all different ages and abilities all at the same time. But then when I'm just working with one, um, one type of, of clients, then I like, I want a little more variety. Mm -hmm. So I found that I like working with like maybe two or three different, um, types of people. Yeah. Um, and like, that's good. I don't, I don't want any more or like two or three different types of work in the music therapy sphere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like for me, it's, I have my client work and then I have, um, this podcast and I have some other, um, creative projects that I'm pursuing, all around music therapy. Um, and that feels really good. And I always feel like I need to have more clients or be working with more people. And I think part of that is, is just the money piece, Mm -hmm. but I'm trying to be okay with working with less people. Yeah. And liking how that feels. Yeah. Getting used to it. And not always like chasing more. Yeah. Because that's, kind of what we learn chase more chase more whether we learn it directly yeah. somebody telling us or we just see everybody else doing that um yeah it's yeah and that and that also makes me think about people people will do best when they're aware of themselves and they know themselves so i would encourage everybody to do some personal growth work and, and learn about your personality, your personality type, mm. um, yourself. Because, for instance, I'm a, a highly sensitive person. I have that that um, HSP trait. That means that my um, nervous system is um, in fight or flight a lot more, which is why I need all that extra space. I, I can't just see yeah. clients back to back to back to back to back. So... Mm-hmm. Prior to learning that knowledge about myself, I was really shaming, self-shaming. Like before mm. I let those clients go, I was self-shaming. I should be able to do this. I'm a failure. I'm a blah, blah, blah. I should yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was such a beautiful <laughs> statement. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I want to write blah, that blah. down. <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> I love it. Um, but... So I the the thing that has helped me find peace mm-hmm. um, is learning about myself, mm. learning about myself and understanding what's best for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you touched on that next piece of then learning to sit with that, to be comfortable mm. with that. Like we're taught in music therapy to be comfortable with silence, which is really hard for me because I'm such a talker. <laughs> get in trouble like how often do we do we actually do that I know. <laughs> oh <laughs> sit with it <clears throat> in our own lives like okay we can do that with clients but like in our own lives mm. are we taking those moments for silence and just being curious about what comes up I don't know yeah and you know I think there's there's um the gold standard or the, the, the thing that we should want to achieve is this beautiful 
full-time music therapy job or position. Right, because we, to bring it back um, into, like, the culture, the American culture, it's, uh, uh, gosh, I don't know the term. Is it promotion-based? Or um, it's like everyone's always trying to climb the career ladder. Like, that's the goal. Like, you you always have to keep going higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. It's a... um, Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, there was a book that I was reading. Um, I can't remember which one, but it was talking about that's how people can get promoted to the level of incompetency, actually. You can keep being promoted into, um, yeah, like in corporate America. Whoa. You can keep getting promoted because you've been here X amount of time. The next step is here, but the skill set may not transfer. That might not be where your skills mm. are. Um Yikes. Okay. That is a huge, that is a huge thing. You get so promoted that you're walking into incompetence. Yes. Yes. Like what? Yes. And I think that can happen with us too, because we might be, we might go after, I applied for a job, a full-time job. Um, so I, my internship was in a children's hospital. And I absolutely mm-hmm. adored it. Oh, cool! But um, it's not—it's not the fit. Like when I went later on, mm. later on, when a position came open at a children's hospital that was full time, and during the interview process, I realized, you know what? This is not my fit anymore. This is this wow. this is not my fit anymore. And but. The other part of me was saying, if you get offered the position, you need to take it because it's full-time with benefits. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal. Mm-hmm. That's the goal is to mm-hmm. get that job. But but that would have been a disaster. It would have been a, a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like how you use the word anymore because I wonder about that, um, especially in this field where it's hard to come by jobs and it's hard to... F- find what fits best. Um, if maybe there's a time of life, like when we're a new professional where one style of work will feel best. And then Mm -hmm. when we have more years under our professional career, maybe a different kind of work would feel most fulfilling. Yes. Yes. And I think that's hard to like come to terms with. Like, Yes, it can be because so many previous generations, it's always been you start with where you work, you do not switch careers, mm-hmm. you stay and stay and stay. Yeah. Um, I think I was reading something again, I can't point to because I can't remember what it was. <laughs> but something. Maybe you'll think yeah, about it sometime this but week. So, there's some <laughs> statistic out there somewhere about how many people are changing jobs now. Like it's normal. Mm. It's normalizing career changes in your 30s, in your 40s. You could have up to something like between three and five career changes in a lifetime now is like normal. How cool. Yeah. So that like sounds so exciting too. Like, I mean, talking about variety, like I love the richness that's in there that comes from change and a new environment and trying new things. Yeah. Yeah. Something that you said earlier 
around balance Mm -hmm. was this idea of peace. Mm. Yeah. And maybe that's a better word to use. I think so. Than balance. Yeah. Because then it's not like this um, two-sided thing where you have to make it just right. It's more of like the whole picture. Yeah. I wish I wish you all could see me with my <laughs> arms. It's like not up and down. It's like you see it for what it is, an entire landscape. Yeah. I like to call those mo- actually moments of contentment. Ooh. That's what I like to call them personally for myself. I aim for moments of contentment. Mm. Um I wonder if you can speak to that a little more. Like, what does that mean for you? Or what does that feel like for you? I was told so many times as a child, and I process emotions. Anybody who knows me knows that I... I have very strong emotions. <laughs> I cry at everything because so but that is just fine because that is who I am and I'm happy with that. But <laughs> but as a child um, and even into early adulthood, you know, was told, um, you know, be happy, be happy, be happy, be happy, be happy. Oh, no one likes yeah. you if you're not happy. You're be happy, blah, blah, blah. Mm. So the word... All I want to, you know, if I if I say I want to be happy, that does not strike well with me because that word is just too. It's pressure. It's like balance yeah. to me. It's too. It's loaded. It's lo- yeah, loaded. Mm-hmm. So contentment. Mm-hmm. I like contentment because to, for me, it's a neutral state of being. I could mm-hmm. go anywhere if I'm in a state of contentment. Then I could. Then yeah. who knows what's next? I could go into a crazy rage, and um, Jeff and I could pirate like get boomwhackers and sword fight to Pirates of the Caribbean music, you know, that could get, oh, <laughs> or awesome. rage and silliness, thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> or I could take a nap or I could listen to a song and let myself process and cry. Like from that, it's like contentment is the center for me. It's the eye of the storm, yeah. if you, whatever. So I have to ask yeah. you before this conversation, <laughs> were you in a moment of contentment? Yeah, you know, I really was. Yeah. Oh, cool. I was eating some popcorn, <laughs> rewatching New Girl, and um, changing my Instagram bio for like the hundredth time because I'm having fun <laughs> with that. I'm playing with words yeah. and fonts. And yeah, I was, yeah, I actually was. You were like feeling like just beautifully neutral. Beautifully neutral. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And it was glorious. And I feel like it was because of that that you took my spontaneous in- invitation for this yes. conversation. If I was in any other state, <laughs> I would have been so anxious about that that I would have said oh. no. But because mm-hmm. I was so because I was in that state of contentment, mm-hmm. like I said, anything can happen after that. Because it's yeah. yeah. I, I I wish I could describe it in different terms. Maybe I should make an infographic with it in there. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah. Now I want to look up um so I love words and I'm always like opening up the thesaurus which is yeah. just a really hard word to say. <laughs> what is the definition of contentment cuz thesaurus I might be using it incorrectly. Okay, so we'll look but up But that's both okay. I have my own definition. Contentment um <laughs> contentment and then we'll look up the definition and the synonyms and um, you know, thinking about this word, I feel like 
it would be so, um, so comforting to find contentment in our lives, mm-hmm. but also in our work, like yes. coming to our sessions with this feeling of neutrality, not like overly excited or hyped or over the top and not like resenting the session and not wanting to be there and frustrated and tired, but it's like this neutral state where we can go with our client where they want to go. Yeah. Oh yes, absolutely. And and I, some people might, other, other people might characterize that as almost like a, I've heard people talk about it as like getting grounded before you do something Mm. to me. Mm -hmm. Grounded again is, if I'm getting grounded, I'm planting myself like a tree and I'm taking a nap. Like I'm <laughs> grounded. Oh, okay. Ground. So it feels for different me, for it's you. A different, yeah. For me, it's different. But I've heard people describe my version of contentment sometimes like their version of grounding. So it's, yeah. So I'm interested to. Yeah. So I guess no more. take what, what you will with that word. Um, okay. So I looked up contentment, but. I think what I really need to look up is just the word content. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're showing me a lot of content. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm struggling to find this word right now. Let me see if I can. Um, I need to, like, where is it? I need to look on a different dictionary, I think. Maybe we'll, we'll put it in a sentence. I feel content. I found some list. How to be content with your life. Four steps. Oh, I just didn't scroll down enough. Shoot, that's what happened. Oh. I was looking at the first definition. I just need to scroll down the page. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So, content as an adjective, uh, satisfied with what one is or has. Oh, there you go. Not wanting more or anything else. That's a huge statement right there. Yep, and I would say that describes exactly what I what I feel in those moments. Yeah, and then as a noun, the state or feeling of being contented, satisfaction, and contentment. So maybe it's like um, some other people describe as being in the moment. Mm. Though that can that can be very different too, because moments. Um, being in a moment could be you're in a, a very feely moment too. So yeah, this is this stands mm. alone, I guess, as its own. So I so then I finally clicked back over to the full word contentment, and it's the state of being contented, satisfaction, but also ease of mind. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's my goal. I like that a lot. <laughs> I like that a lot. Ease of mind. So instead of like trying to balance all of the different things in your life and feeling overwhelmed that nothing is ever even, maybe we can just have these moments where our minds are at ease. Yeah. There you go. And if you're a visual person, (laughs) I'll share with you some of my, my visualization. Um, I am... I am prone to overthinking, overplanning, of getting into that that stress cycle of the repetitive um, thinking of the I don't know how to circular thinking, circular thinking, like just going back. Anyway, mm-hmm. so and I try to control, like I I have tried to control things too much, like hold on to all of it with my dear life. So 
what I've learned to do when I, um, with therapy, my counselor gave me this idea of just, you know, visualize myself, literally visualize myself holding on to everything, my schedule, everything, like holding it on to it and then just letting it go. And when I did that, mm. what's funny is everything, imagine my head and a lots of little floating balls of energy light all around that. Okay. All the balls of light are just different things in my life. It's chaos. It's beautiful chaos, but mm. I'm still in the middle and the beautiful chaos is around me, but it's okay. Cause it's got its place. It's chaotic. It's like, um, it's, it's like, uh, people who don't mind their house is a complete mess, mm-hmm. but it's stacked up in piles. So it's, you know, it's, it's, it's organized. It's organized. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of what yeah. these balls of light. And then I visualize myself, well, I need to work on that task. Then I just, I reach up and I pick it <laughs> and then I work on it yeah. and then I let it float back up. So when I'm in moments of complete chaos where I say, oh my gosh, I have so much to do in this little time. And I just start, I freak out and let anxiety just go there. Then I will, mm-hmm. I will visualize all those little balls of light and be like, it's okay. Because they're all floating here happily waiting for me. And I'm mm. right here in my content space and I'll grab what I need. Yeah. I, I really like that. Um, because to me, it feels more like a painting. And the way that you say beautiful chaos, that gives it such a different feeling and such a different meaning than the overwhelm of tasks and responsibilities like when I think about being overwhelmed with everything and being in the height of anxiety it feels like a a tornado Mm -hmm. and it's dirty and dusty and dark Mm. (laughs) so it's it's just this mess in the sky but thinking about it like beautiful chaos brings the color back it brings the life back into these things that are in my life that are of my life yeah. And it becomes more of um, a painting of this moment in history of my life. Yes. Oh, wow. That's powerful. Mm. That's powerful. It's, it's, and then you get to, like, see each little moment, each little thing as you want and work on them and whatever. Yeah. It's, it's almost like um, changing your relationship with it. Changing your relationship with the stress, with the chaos yeah. or the the what you perceive as balance or Mm. yeah it's always a a relationship change Mm kind of like we did a little word change yeah instead of balance maybe peace or maybe contentment or ease yeah or ease yeah so yeah yeah having a different connection to the overwhelm or the anxiety and I feel like that's the point of therapy too. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'm I'm reading this book right now. It's called Care of the Soul by I think it's Thomas More. Um he's a psychiatrist or psychologist, but um he he's um <clears throat> like a leader in a certain style of therapy and one that's very relation-based and um, goes beyond just, like, goals and change. And it's 
more about um, encompassing the whole of an experience mm. and reframing what it means to our lives. Yeah. Because there's so much meaning and there's so much... Um, uh, depth? Yeah. There's so much, so much depth and richness to even the bad things that we feel. Yeah. Kind of like looking at beautiful chaos. Mm-hmm. Like... That's a really pretty picture in my mind oh, good. compared to the dark tornado. <laughs> Glad I could uh, help. And and you mentioned the word reframing. And then I think that's I why I used relation, changing a relationship. It is, in mm. my mind, very similar, if not the same thing as reframing in a lot of ways. Um, but yeah. because of the depth, because of the richness of life, I feel that the word relationship um, mm-hmm. goes with that. Or it might be because I hear reframe all the time. It's trendy right now. Mindset it is a trendy shifts. word. <laughs> yeah. Mindset <laughs> shifts. And so I've oh. maybe I've kind of blocked that out. So I would say that too. Like if there's something that, that, um, that you're trying to achieve in your life, but you're not quite, it, it, it just seems elusive. Then, maybe finding a word that resonates with, with you. Yeah. I don't know. I really like relationship. Yeah. Relationship works for me. Changing the relationship that it just, there's so many. Yeah. It feels more like hand in hand. Yes. With the thing or whatever Mm. it is. And with love and gentleness. Yeah. Cause that's what a relationship is. Right. We hope anyway. (laughs) That's (laughs) What a relationship ought to be, <laughs> please. <laughs> Thank you. <Yes. laughs> uh, um, Brandy, this has been a really fun conversation. Um, I also want the listeners of this podcast to get to know you a little bit. So I want to ask a couple questions so they know where you're coming from. Okay. Um, <laughs> How how many years have you been a music therapist? Eight years. Eight years. Wait, I think that's me too. Oh, that's cool. Ooh. I feel such like a kinship around that. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so Brandy has a wealth of knowledge around these things. Eight years in this field, figuring it out and finding what, what um, feels feels um right or what feels best mm-hmm. um what kind of work are you doing right now well I'm moving into <clears throat> more of sound therapy mm-hmm. using more mm-hmm. of that um and working in the best way to describe it is is working more into in the coaching realm mm. Mm-hmm. rather than the therapy realm, though I still do both. The difference um, being that um, with therapy, you're working to get kind of to that equilibrium. And then with coaching, mm-hmm. 
you're working with people who are around the equilibrium to keep going, to keep thriving, to like the check-ins and the, Ooh, that's kind of, uh-huh. and coach again is also trendy, <laughs> but I could not find another word at all. That <laughs> okay. It will be, it will be our mission for the rest of this year to find a different <laughs> word other than coach. <laughs> so it's, it's on my Instagram guide. bio guide. Well, but see, then guide people think you're a spirit guide. Oh, Which, uh, that word yeah. floated. Yeah. <laughs> so I really am, I'm, I'm, because of my experience with my husband's job, because of what, mm-hmm. because we haven't lived anywhere more than four years, um, because mm-hmm. we've, because of our experiences and because I've, I've had to, um, pick up, um, and get new jobs and leave old jobs and close to private practices and just, you know, just a lot of life stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, woo. But because of all of that, <laughs> yeah, fun, and seeing what my husband goes through <laughs> with his job, I have a real, I, I now want to serve people. I really want to help people with stress management and coping skills. I really want to help with that. So that's kind of that's the work that I'm I'm moving towards and using my background as a music yeah. therapist to get more into the sound therapy um, and virtual virtual because again we move mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, and and that's more sustainable or could be more sustainable. Yeah, yeah, I could actually work with somebody and and see their progress all the way through. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. That would be really mm-hmm. yeah right yeah <laughs> so that's kind of and I'm in the middle in the and I'm in the middle of that transition so I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm still in the in that so I don't know what it's going to turn into but I do know that that yeah. is the direction I'm going and I really want to help with that and back to so my very 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 roots when I when I was interning in the children's hospital my favorite part was working with mental health. And that's really what got me that music, my relationship with music has always been for my mental health. Mm. And I feel like I've arced all the way Mm. back to the same uh, latitude, maybe, and just a different longitude. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's. What a cool picture. Yeah. So I really want to help with that that stress, that, the, the, the emotions, the coping, the stress, and, um, especially with people who are like me with the highly sensitive person trait or, Mm -hmm. or who are empathic, who are sensitive, who feel everything Mm -hmm. because we're not broken and we just need community support and actual help on a physiological level like how sound mm-hmm. helps with them calming the nervous system. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a long yeah. answer to your question. <laughs> but that's that where I'm headed. That's what I'm just what it needs yeah, to be starting to do. Yeah. That's really cool. That's I just I just love hearing like how you started at a certain place with music therapy and you went in all these different directions. Um, interning at the children's hospital and probably getting into your first couple jobs and starting and and maybe morphing to a private practices and then getting back to this place where you're like, okay, why did I get into this field in the first place? I think that feels most right right now. Let's try that again. And maybe in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And the different way is because of 
everything that I've experienced and seeing my husband and all of that, all that that's the different way yeah. is, is I've, yeah. That's and the that gives way. you like the history that you need to then go in greater depth with, with your work now. Yes. Cause you have those eight years yes. now to build upon and, and pick from and say like, Oh, I learned this along the way. So this is going to serve me now. Yes, absolutely. Yep. I love that. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, this has been a great spontaneous conversation. Oh, I've had I fun. love it so much. <laughs> Thank you. I've had so much fun. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay. So for the listeners, um, where can people connect with you? What would be the best place? Hmm. Well, in- Instagram, probably Instagram. Um, mm-hmm. It has on the, the link in bio thing, it has um, a link to my Facebook group called the Thrive Tribe. Ooh. And yeah, it's fun. I'm go- I haven't started doing a lot of the workly mini weeks. Sh- wait, weekly mini workshops <laughs> yes. <laughs> yet, but I'm going to. Um, and mm-hmm. uh, and then it has a thing to my website there. But so, yeah, just DM me on Instagram. I love talking to people or on Facebook. You can find me. Um, you can just I, I do have my page there because they, they yeah. make you do a page if you want to do Instagram. So you can find me there, too. I'll answer there or um, friend me on Facebook on, on my regular timeline. I should you should be able to mm-hmm. find me. But if anything, just, you know, um, message me on Instagram yeah. or um Email me at brandy at brandyjenkins.com. That's kind of easy to remember. My name is spelled oh, with yeah. a Y like the whiskey. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And on Instagram, you're at the brandy Jenkins. Oh, yeah. That's probably right? helpful information. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I got you covered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I love talking. I really do. I love talking to people. I'm an extrovert. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you're you're really easy to connect with. Oh, thank you. Um, you too. Like right away. Oh, thank you. Um, so at the Brandy Jenkins, and um, you've got some other things on your Lincoln bio, and it's cool to be on this on this um, journey with you to see what unfolds with um, the different things you're stepping into. And just hearing your thoughts behind all of it too. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and who knows yeah. where it's going to end up? I'm, I'm surprising mm-hmm. myself every day. And yeah. <laughs> but That's awesome. but at least the the general direction is yeah. going the same way. And that's okay. That's just some more beautiful mm-hmm. chaos. Like you got the arrow going and you've got all swirlies around the arrow that are like, you know, like, yes. like wispy hairs. They're just, de- it's just a decorated arrow. Yeah, that's it. That's all. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. so good. Well, thank you so much um, for this conversation, Brandy. And I truly believe that, um, the listeners of this episode will find some nuggets of inspiration to take with them. Oh, I hope so. I really, really hope so. Yeah, totally. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. We'll catch you again soon.